everybody, and welcome back to Our Work in Progress, or welcome to Our Work in Progress. Hello. I never start this. This is weird. This is a <laughs> weird change. <laughs> uh, we are live today with our, our, a guest. We're live today with a guest, <laughs> Spencer Morrow. Say hello. Hello. How's it going? Our Spencer Morrow. <laughs> Own him. Um, Ooh, it's He's ours. <laughs> We, first of all, we are so sorry for not posting Monday. We're having some scheduling issues, but that's to be expected with the new changes going on in my life and Mateo's life as well. We are humans. Yeah, we we're uh, both going to different places in the world. So. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I've, um, I've got some scheduling stuff for work, and, uh, and then after that, we're both going off to to school so um for the next few uh weeks the dates of the podcast might be kind of scattered but once we yeah. get settled in in our in our designated locations we'll have a, a set schedule and try to keep to for that sure. every week as as much as we can anyway a few other announcements we are now on spotify so if you're listening on spotify right now um shout out to you um thank you so much <laughs> To everyone who has listened to our podcast, we are incredibly excited to be on Spotify. It is definitely one of my biggest accomplishments. Like, my voice is on Spotify. Yeah. It's insane. And and uh, Apple Podcasts, too. That's also a pretty big one because um, I know that a lot of people who listen to podcasts and have iPhones use Apple Podcasts because it's usually a little bit easier. Um, oh, yeah. Depending on who it is, but... Yeah, no, so we super, super appreciate everyone who's listening. Um, uh, we've had, like, a whole influx of, of people saying that they really like our shows this last weekend. So it's it's kind of, it's really it's really cool to see that uh, this is actually going somewhere at this point. So hopefully oh, yeah. it grows bigger. Um, that's always our goal. But, uh, we are feeling the love as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, another thing to mention is that we do, we, uh, we have made our Discord server public. Um we're we we're gonna be tweeting out the link here um in a little bit and if you want to join and talk to other people who enjoy the show uh hopefully there'll be enough people there at some point but uh yeah there's a spot for like art if there's any kind of art that people make for it or um talking about the show suggestions and everything like that um there's spots for all that so that's exciting too yes and one final announcement we have stickers on Redbubble. Yes, we have stickers. We Red will Bubble, tweet um, out the link for that as well because mm-hmm. I don't it's know also it underneath off the top the, of my head. It, I believe there's a link in our – oh, wait, no. Actually, I don't think so. It's on our Anchor. It's on our Anchor profile. But probably not um, on Spotify. But not on – it's – no. It's on – so if you go to our Anchor, which is down below, there should be a link to get stickers. If you want stickers, I don't know if you want stickers, but it's got our logo on it. It's really exciting. You could also get like a three-ring uh, – or no, what is it? Uh, those uh, – paper loosely like paper? oh there's a there's a lot Notebook? of things on there now i yeah. added a bunch of um oh, really? different products yeah there are I'll pillows have to double check and take a look there are so many other things um but yeah if you want to follow us on twitter we're gonna promote it now instead of at the end or both you know um we are at like the regular at symbol do you even do that on twitter now i don't know so yeah we're at uh, our our wip our whip O-U-R-W-I-P, um, if you want to check us out on Twitter. We'll have the yep. links there as well, just in case you're a Spotify listener and, you mm-hmm. know, don't have the opportunity to click down below, if you know what I mean. Um, all right. Let's see. As I 
mentioned before, we have a guest tonight. Today. I'm sorry. I'm in England. It's 9.30. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this afternoon. We have a guest today. Um, his name is Spencer. And you can find him on Twitch at Spencer underscore Morrow or on Twitter at Spence Morrow. No R yep. on Spencer. Yep. Um, okay. What did you do this week, Mateo? I so, didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week it was just um, me settling back into my life after SGDQ. Um, <laughs> I kind of just, I started working a lot because one of our uh, technicians left. So I've been getting more hours at work. Um, so, you know, nothing unusual at working. Um, tried to go for a run yesterday and totally messed up my ankle. So that's kind okay? of been something. It's, uh, it was very, very swollen last night. Um, and this morning, but I iced it and it cut down and I took a ibuprofen. So I'm not really feeling it all that much right now. Um, Lucas was kind enough to buy me a, uh, uh, brace because I'm out of money after SGDQ. So he, 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 yeah. So it was really nice of him to do that for me. Um, other than that, there's really not much else. I've been playing this board game with my coworkers called Thornwatch. I guess it was a Kickstarter game um, that uh, Eric, my my boss, uh, uh, backed, and it comes out in a couple months. But he got early because he like backed it on Kickstarter. So it's like a it's like a board game like role play almost kind of like there's a little bit of role playing in it, but it's not like it's not like D and D or anything. Um, yeah. It's yeah. But uh, we're we've done that for two nights, and tonight we're doing one last session with Tyler before he moves. Um, oh, nice. So yeah. Nice, Spencer. What did week. you do this week? Uh, this week was a lot of business work, I guess you could say, on the music side of things. With the release of my song "Say Goodbye" on Monday, that was hectic Ooh. to say the least, <laughs> because there was a lot of problems considering I switched uh, music distributors. So. That was a that was a hassle, but other than it's been it's been pretty fun and a relaxing ish All right. week. Alright. I had cool. I had a week. I had <laughs> a week. Um <laughs> where when was our last podcast? Uh last, last Monday? Monday. Yeah. What did I what did I do over the weekend? <laughs> what did I what did Hold what on, happened? I don't remember. <laughs> last Monday. Exams. Oh, okay. I didn't go anywhere this this past weekend. I was supposed to, but long story, I didn't. Um, oh. I've been watching the World Cup. Uh, right now, England is playing Croatia, and I'm hoping it's coming home. Nope, it just ended right now. I'm sorry. This is a live update. Croatia won 2-1 <laughs> to one England. It's Dang. very unfortunate, but the... English team made it to the semifinals, which is all we could ask for, I guess. Actually, they have to play against Belgium, so they could make it third or fourth, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Hopefully third, but Belgium beat us before. Anyway, anyway, sorry. I don't even know anything about <laughs> football to begin with, but I've been watching that. Also, um, I started my new class, Fiction Technique. It is my final class Ooh. here at my school in London, and then I'll be coming back home in 23 days. And I found this amazing show that I hope maybe one day we could actually talk about on a podcast because <laughs> it's horrible. It's called My Teenage Wedding. And oh, it's yeah. the worst show I've ever seen. <laughs> and I really want to talk about it at some point because it, it's great. It's horrible. Anyway. How teenage are they? 
oh, like 18, 19, sometimes 17, oh like still in high school, some of them. But oh we have to talk about this show, this show today. We have a lot to talk about today, but oh my God, this show. Yeah. All right, let us get into it then. Spencer Morrow yeah. is a musician, right? Is that how you would describe yourself? Yes. How would you describe yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I would describe myself as an EDM artist, I guess you could say, uh, mm-hmm. or an EDM mm-hmm. producer, one of the two. I prefer artist over producer because there's a long story in like the producing community where like people who claim they're producers are like just the kids that use samples and don't create anything and are really kind of mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. shady uh and then people who are called artists by others are essentially the people actually making stuff um about myself though i've been doing it for eight years now um wow. which is saying to actually like look back and be like holy crap it's actually been eight years of producing music and then finally getting to a point where it's like i'm now talking to like labels and like actual business people who deal with legitimate amounts of money to be like picking people up is kind of like a weird feeling and like to think like a year ago today or actually like a little over a year ago i would never have thought i would be in this position now but yeah. That is yeah, that's amazing. Cool. What got you started? It's honestly so cool. Like, how did you start making music eight years ago? Oh, I can tell you right now. Eight years ago, I listened to uh, Scary Monsters and Nice Spirits by uh, Skrillex. And I was like, I want to make that. That wow. sounds really cool. And, and I cool. just looked up a thousand YouTube tutorials on what do I need? What do I like? programs do I need what do I need to learn like what did he do for this and then I just was slowly Mm -hmm. behind the trend with it obviously because anything that was new that came out I was trying to learn like a month after what that was so Mm -hmm. just kind of learning the basics over time uh and then trying to apply it to my own style that's super cool I there's like so many times where I'm like listening to some I don't know like not even an indie artist but like just an artist and thinking man i wish i could do that and like going home and trying to and just like not having any idea so i have a lot of respect for for people that actually put stuff out yeah i have a couple a couple friends who who do put stuff out and and like it's it's super good and it's like i yeah (laughs) how do do people do this exactly (laughs) and i mean it could be the same for any genre so it's like i'm more in the like future-based melodic dubstep genre um and so if mm-hmm. you were to ask me like oh how is like a pop song made or something like that i can't help you at all <laughs> i'm clueless mm-hmm. like even though they do like incorporate some of the same techniques and effects and like ideas like the actual structure arrangement and how to actually go about composing them is so drastically different you can't do anything mm-hmm. yeah yeah that, that totally makes sense um i know as a as like a trained singer um I took voice lessons for for many years. There's like a couple genres where I just I can't sing it. So like because um, it just doesn't work with how I've been trained. Because I've I've always been like in choirs and stuff like yeah. that. So whenever I try to sing pop songs and I and I like I sound like I'm a choir boy <laughs> singing pop songs. So yeah, I I get it. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, God, I had a question. Where did it go? Oh my God, my brain. <laughs> Wow. So do you, 
so as of right now when you're working on music do you um do you get paid by labels to like are you more commissioned or do you sell uh like a do you sell the the music for like to labels and stuff to um distribute so it's dependent on the label that you're working with so like the one that i recently just worked with for the release on monday uh they're more of a startup type label but the person who owns them is Mm -hmm. like a really reputable artist so it's like you have some faith in it so i'm just like all right cool i'm Mm -hmm. like one of their first releases for it um and how they ran it was essentially uh, I get 80% of the revenue, they get 20, and then oh, that's sick. they pay me up front for X amount. I can't legally say, obviously, Fair um, yeah. how much they want that song to be released for. So I'm just like, all right, cool. And if I don't agree with it, I can obviously like ask for more. That's kind of like the nice thing is like if you don't mm-hmm. think that they're offering enough for what your quality of work is, you can always ask for more. If they don't agree, you can walk away. So it's pretty nice. Tell us. That's really cool. I'm it so honestly, sorry. Please, mm-hmm. please tell us about your yeah. new song that just came out. I listened, I listened to it prior to this podcast, and I loved it. Tell us about it. Tell us about what went into making it, what inspired it, anything. Give us the yeah. lowdown. So, so the whole backstory of that is this is kind of like a, a teaser of what's to come for the le- like the latter half of 2018. Um, and kind of preparing for 2019's rebrand, which I haven't officially announced yet, but I've teased it here mm-hmm. and there. Um, mm-hmm. But it's going to be a full change of style, a full change of how I like advertise myself, how I brand and market myself, and basically changing my music from just being like really heavy, like cool sounding stuff to like more. This is telling a story and it has a purpose. Type. That's yeah, cool. so I got the idea actually from a mutual friend of mine whose name is Varian, who is an artist under Monster Cat. Um, when he did his Valkyrie trilogy, he made three songs that were all like five minutes long with different singers, but the, with the lyrics, they told like a wow. cohesive story. So if you listen to part one, part two, part three, it literally tells the story from beginning to end. And I was like, mm-hmm. that is amazing. I want to do something like that, That's but awesome. in my own way. So I've basically just been working on that for the last month, and then the project should be done within six months. It's going to be a long haul, because I'm basically, the plan is, I'm doing every song, it's seven songs, I'm hand drawing, hand animating music videos to go with those songs. Uh, I'm making sure that like the videos like correspond to the lyrics and like they're time synced, and it's just like, it's a lot, but it's worth it. Wow, I admire you for that. That is... That is incredible, dude. Yeah, for sure. Like, how, okay, how long did it take to make your song? Or Did you make the video yourself? Like, I was watching the video, and I was like, ooh, like, this is so cool. (laughs) Uh, Which one did you watch? Because there's two. There's one on the label, and then there's one one on my channel. I watched the one pinned to your Twitter. That's theirs. Uh, So that's actually made by a friend of mine named uh, Astra, Astrophobic follow him he's an insanely cool dude and he is probably i would say one of the most creative people behind the scenes in the like edm scene right now because he just has a mind for wow. it it's really cool um mm-hmm. 
But yeah, no, he made that actually. Uh, but he consulted me a lot with it, which I haven't had actually happen before with other labels that I've worked with, where he's like, "Oh, do you like how this looks?" Is like, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, cool. that actually, yeah, that looks cool. He's like, "Do you mind if I add this?" Like he's running that's it by so with me, and I'm just like, "Like you're a part exactly. of the process." Exactly. I'm just like, like no one has ever done this. Like the last label I worked with, I won't say the name, which because it never released. Um, they were very. Alright, you send us the music, we'll do everything else. And I'm like, eh, I don't yeah. know if I trust that. Yeah. <laughs> so I canceled how, that. But how yeah. long does it take you to make a song? Uh, so for Say Goodbye, three that hours, took three wow. hours. That's... Mm-hmm. Only three hours? Yep. Three hours of writing what I wanted the story to be, um, producing the actual arrangement, and then doing all the sound design. That's yeah, incredible! Wow, that's actually insane. Yeah. I, I actually, I was thinking like, oh man, it was a few weeks of, of uh, just kind of messing with it. But it, like from beginning to end, it only took you like three hours. Yeah, so, and that's crazy. And when I tell other people in the producer community, they they freak out too. Because it's typically not three hours, right? Um, because like two weeks ago, I hit this stride where I wrote 21 songs within wow. a week. And they were all oh, cohesive, wow. they're all finished, they're all, like, exactly what I want them to be. And so, uh, like, when I tell people, I'm like, oh yeah, I made the song, here, listen to it. And they're, like, the only person who have heard it yet. They're like, holy crap, have you worked on this for, like, two months? And I'm like, no, it was that about is five hours. incredible, dude. That's insane. Yep. Wow. <laughs> That's inspiring. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah, that, that... There's so many times where I want to come home and, and work on music stuff and I never know what to do. And so, like, hearing this, like, yeah, I just hit this stride and, like, 20, you said 21 or 22 songs? 21. 21 songs. 21? That's, that's so much. Mm-hmm. I I can barely, like, try and put a cover out of something See, ever. See, I am not a musical <laughs> person. You know. So, like, my equivalent is probably writing a novel in 30 days. I couldn't imagine doing it in three hours that People have done it though, like that's, but I can't do that. I don't have that much drive. Yeah. But wow, that is incredible. How so you so you taught yourself and looked up tutorials, Mm -hmm. and now you have labels and you have music that you love and you seem so passionate about. Wow, what? (sighs) Wow. <laughs> I'm like speechless. I'm so sorry. I did not expect to be speechless. It's okay. Wow. What other when when was the what wow. was the last song you put out before um Say Goodbye was it? The last song I put out before this was called Nimbus and that was five, five months, months ago. ago. So it's been like a small hiatus. And how long until your next one would you say? Because I know you said next few months. I would say around... What th- does that mean? I would say two around or two weeks. or three That's weeks. That's awesome. You, everyone should go check out Spencer Wall right yeah. now. Close the podcast. <laughs> go listen to the song. If you Google his, his name, uh, his SoundCloud is the first thing that comes mm-hmm. up. Um, now, I know one song I've listened to like a bunch was... Uh, you did one uh, like uh, collaboration... Yep. Uh, with someone, and it's I think it's your most played track on of all time. On, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I, what was what kind of 
process was behind that because that that got pretty popular like i'm i'm trying to find it here now but um that had like over like 20 or like i don't like twenty thousand views or something like that is that over or under i don't that's, know so depending on when you watched it that's drastically under um so at okay. this moment in time if you look it up it's phantom sage and spencer mar i'll never let you go um, on the top channel that it was on on YouTube, which we kind of knew the guy who runs that channel with like 3.8 million subs, um, mm -hmm. it hit 516,000 oh plays, which is wow. insane because that was, yeah. that was like my first official like release and it was without a label behind us. It was literally just like, we just put it out. Um, and that yeah. song's process was roughly around, was it Six and a half hours? Yeah, I think so. It looks like it's currently sitting at 516,000 wow. views. Yep. So, it's it was only around like six-ish hours of work because I was streaming. Uh, he came into my Twitch chat. I didn't know who he was. Just to give guys give you guys like a background on this guy. Uh, he's from NCS, which if you don't know what NCS is, it's no copyright sounds. It's a huge YouTube channel. They have like 14 million followers and they're a record label, right? And mm -hmm. his cumulative plays across all of his releases on there is over 453 million. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. On his own, from when he was 14, he was killing wow. it, right? So it's just wow. like, holy shit. So he came into my chat. I didn't know who he was at first, but I thought I recognized the name because it said Phantom Sage. It's like, oh hey, and like. There was an ARP that I made, and it was just like, holy crap, like, he was like, dude, can I work on this with you? And I'm like, and he was the only person in my chat at the time, so I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess. And then six hours later, we had a complete track, and I found out who he that's was. A, that's a great story. That's insane. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> so... Um, something I've, something I've seen on, on YouTube, uh, that's gotten kind of popular is, um, Dead Mouse like, streams, like, Dead Mouse like, streams, um, him making music and then him listening to other people's music that they, like, they submit. Um, so now, have you, have you seen that? Oh, yeah, I've seen that, and I actually do that on my stream, too. Uh, kind of, like, taking okay. from the top. Because, I mean, it works. Uh, but also, it's kind of different in the, uh, I wouldn't say the quality of the music, but the type of music you're getting in comparison mm -hmm. from Dead Mouse to me, right? So Dead Mouse yeah. is getting these, like, insanely well-produced tracks that are just, like, mm -hmm. lawless to the core. And he's saying, meh, that oh was God. okay. And I'm just like, I listened to, like, the song that wow. he just reviewed, and I'm just like, this is, like... I would listen to this nonstop, and it's not even the genre that I like. And he thinks yeah. that it's not really that cool. And I'm just like, what? I don't get that. And then when I stream and I get feedback in my stream, and like people are like, here, listen to this. It's almost 90% of the time mm -hmm. a hip-hop track. Almost 90%. And the person is either the singer or the producer. And when they're the singer, mm -hmm. I can't help you that much. I can say... Yeah hey, the producer of this song kind of didn't seem to know what he was doing with X, Y, and Z, but you're the singer, so that right. doesn't help. So I don't know yeah. what you want me to do. So they're like, oh, oh, it's okay. And I'm just like, okay, so you just wanted the play. Uh. Cool. Okay, yeah. so he just wanted yeah, yeah. the exposure for mm -hmm. it. 
Yeah. Which, I mean, I understand. I mean, when I was first starting out, I would probably have done the same thing, just trying to find any exposure that I can before I knew anything about, like, branding and marketing. Would you say that there are, like, artists nowadays that inspire your work now? Oh, absolutely. I could name, like, 20 right off the cuff. Uh, First off, Varian. Uh, Second off, Elenium. Uh, Eden uh, Mm -hmm. said the sky... Um, Seven Lions, Porter Robinson, Medeon, um, all of these people are just like, they're in drastically different genres, even though they're Mm -hmm. under EDM, right? But uh, the one thing that they all have in common is literally the purpose of their music. Like, if you look at, like, Elenium, he released a, I think it was like a 14-song album, like, a little over a year ago. And the cool thing about it was, one, it told a story, but not in the same way that Valkyrie did. It told a story with each and every individual track, right? So it was like start to finish. But the coolest thing about that was that each song started and then ended, but then the ending transitioned into the next song perfectly. Like with the same sounds. So it's like you could literally press play on the first song and listen to the whole thing and not know what song stopped, what song ended. Like that's it's that's so insane. Cool. Like that was just like mind boggling to me. So it's like you just listen to like this entire like one song, but it's like multiple different songs. Exactly. What happens if we oh, have yeah. it on shuffle? Uh, on shuffle, then you get a little bit of a mix, and then uh, and then you're just <laughs> like, oh, I guess. I mean, it still sounds amazing, but it doesn't sound like oh, it uh, sure. faded in and out. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, so Elenium did that. Said the Sky has always worked closely with Elenium, but he has his own, like, poppy-ish style. Um, and it's just, like, yeah. it's just insane to, like, witness, like, that drastic change, but still the same emotion being conveyed, which is something I'm trying to, like, hit. But I would say my most influential currently is Varian by far. He is just... Okay. To give you a rundown of what this guy does... He makes what I do look like wow. child's play because he okay. is a K-pop hey. producer and he has, oh. so he just released his first ever like K-pop song that he produced for a group and it's called, uh, I think it's like a B-I-X-X Centus. Go listen to it. It is the most intricate piece I have ever heard ever mm-hmm. and it is so well produced. Like he... Like, for every little voice cadence that they have, he matched the drums, the chords, and the bass with the voice to maintain rhythm, even though it was off time. And I'm just like, that's just insane. That's that's actually, yeah, that's that's insane to try and, like, that's, you know, like, uh, successful, like, pianists for, like, uh, choirs have to follow the choir because... You know the choir is always constantly changing, uh, like tempo and and stuff like that. So, um, it's the same thing, but doing it digitally has got to be so much harder Dude, exactly. because exactly, especially if you, you don't understand the don't language right. they're speaking. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be because. Because in choir, it's like it, it, there's a conductor, and you can always follow the conductor to get on beat. But if you're just following like the rhythm of the singer, like that's that's totally that's like a superpower oh yeah <laughs> and if you think about it with k-pop in that group i think there's seven guys and it's just like each one of them has their own way of like singing and articulating their mm-hmm. voice and how they were trained so it's like yeah you kind of have to adapt to how each one sings so it's like this is his solo he sings it a little differently but i need to do the same effect that i did on the first guy but it's gonna be a little bit more tweaking and it's just like holy crap 
And that's just like the tip of the iceberg for him. I mean, he's worked on movies like uh, Furious 7. Um, he's working on three more that are coming out. He's a vice president of a wow. gaming company that's developing their okay. own like indie game. And it's just like, he does everything. And that's like, that's why he's the most inspiring to me is because he's, he's like a jack of all trades and he's doing it he at the everything. top level. And I'm just like, yeah. that's what I want to try to do. That sounds amazing. That would that honestly that that sounds like that sounds like if you were to kind of put a pin on success that's where it would oh, be. absolutely that is incredible I, I have a question um what would you say yeah. you struggle with the most as far as like musically or inspirationally or motivationally what would you say oh, you struggle with the most oh that's easy creative blocks oh my god so I finally found a way to kind of break through them. So like a creative block is like you sit down, you want to make something and then you start and your brain literally mm-hmm. just stops and you're just like, I yeah. can't do anything. Like I know how to write cohesive like chords because that's more of a science than like a creative. So you can like, there's like, oh, it's like if I have a root note C, I go up two notes, I get D sharp and then I go up three notes and then I get G and then so on and so forth. Um, yeah. And so it's, it's more, you know, cohesive that way. And so you're like, all right, all right mm-hmm. that makes, you know, a lot more sense to me. But when you're just like, all right, I need to, like, make a sound to for the intro to where it, like, fades into, like, a good transition to the drop. Like, that's just, it's basically just, like, a flat line. You just have no ideas. Um, so that's what Creative Block is. And recently I found a way to kind of counteract that. And that is just by literally looking up, and this sounds basic as hell, looking up just YouTube tutorials on techniques and tips and like how to's just to see if you don't understand mm-hmm. something because the moment that you oh. don't understand something look it up and learn about it because that can open a door for something that you never knew existed. Interesting. Wow yeah. that's actually that's super cool yeah. I know for um seeing other people do things is what kind of gives me a drive and like a motivation like um you know going out and going for a run or working out or eating healthy like you see someone else doing it successfully and you're like i want to do that too so exactly um i i can see that where it's like um trying to make something and then seeing someone else doing it and being motivated it's the same thing when it comes to like speed running for me um i'll like lose motivation for a while but then i'll see other people getting better and better and i'm like man i want to get better and better so it's yeah for i see me, that exactly like, with novel writing i guess um Oh, sometimes it's so hard to be creative because I'm sitting there and I'm like, I want it to be mm-hmm. perfect, but I don't know how to do it. And it's just hard. But I think what really motivates me is um, one of my friends actually told me, well, actually, I don't know if I want to say this because he should take it back and say it about you, Spencer. But he told me he was like, <laughs> you were the most successful person I, I know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And now I think it's untrue because you exist, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> um, but also the fact that I, I saw this picture on Pinterest. Oh, Pinterest motivates me. But I saw this picture on Pinterest and it said, someday you will be someone's favorite author. And that's the kind of stuff that kind of gets me Aww. to get going, even though sometimes it's a bit hard and my brain is just mm-hmm. like, yep, no, no words, no words up here. Sorry. Being creative is hard. Yeah. I feel that 100%. Yep. That is the realest thing I've ever <laughs> yep. heard anyone say. 
as as a singer it's it's hard to because i'm not creative. creative like at all and so like i am i'm not don't put yourself down <laughs> i wish i was i'm i'm serious when i i'm not like i just whenever i think of something that's like creative i it ends up being something that someone else has already done and i'm like trying to and it's just in the back of my head because i'm trying to copy it right but like and that's fine i understand that i'm not creative and i live with it and it's all fine but like being being a singer and i want to like trying to trying to put stuff out it's like if i've tried to write songs before and it doesn't work and so like um the the fact that that's another thing too like going back to to like the whole three hours for like one track that it's just that kind of like production and like motivation and creativity all in one is just very impressive okay. for me to see well so my first the one thing that i do want to say mateo is with the whole oh someone else has done this i'm just copying statistically speaking whatever you do someone else has already done right and when it comes down to like let's say music making oh my god don't even get me started do you know how many people yeah. message me a day i get like three four <laughs> messages a day from someone who listened to the collab, from someone who listened to my music, and has claimed, oh, you got that from me, <laughs> because I wrote oh. similar chords five and a half years yeah. ago that I never <laughs> did anything with. So that's technically <laughs> my song. I literally just ignore them. That's because funny. it's just like, yeah. at some point in time, maybe they did write something that was similar to this, but they right. never went anywhere with it because they didn't feel confident because they also thought that it sounded similar to something someone else made that was released like five oh, years yeah. before. It's an endless cycle. Yeah. How do you avoid yeah, things no, like that? How do you sit down and make a song and, and think like, well, I'm inspired by this person. I really like this kind of music. How do you create something? Like, I know we just said, like, nothing can be completely 100% original because everyone's used the same ideas over and over and over again. But how do you, what's your take on that as far as your own process? So for my own process, it's taking in the Mm -hmm. influences I have and essentially trying to adapt them and merge them together in order to create kind of a Mm -hmm. more unique blend. So for Say Goodbye, I took the influences of like Elenium, Porter Robinson, and Medeon, right? Those are like the three big ones. Um, But the Mm -hmm. tracks that I actually like kind of pieced together individually to kind of create this like idea was Porter Robinson's language from way back in the day, as well as Porter Robinson and Matt Zoe's Easy, kind of merged those two together since they're in the same BPM, same key signature, so it was, it was pretty easy to kind of merge those. Um, Elenium's uh, Where'd You Go, which was very dynamic and very, like, I, I guess you could say, like, off-tempo. Like, it just it felt like it had a natural swing, even though it was, like, more unique, I guess. Um, and then Medeon's finale. And I kind of just listened to those religiously for, like, a day. And I was like, all right, what are the best elements of these songs? I'm like, oh, it's like Porter Robinson in language has this beautiful, like, cascading piano over the top. I'm like, it really just adds a lot of contrast to it. And I just pieced apart what made their songs, like, you know, unique in their own ways. And I'm like, all right, adapt this to my own ideas. It's like I have this chord progression I wrote, like, an hour ago where can i go with that and that then is, i just run that's awesome dude it's so hard to create yeah. original content when it's already kind of been done you know what i mean like any any story, yeah. any mm-hmm. song idea like it's all been said but in different ways 
and like that's it's important exactly. to have your own spin on it and that's kind of like like what Mateo was saying how he doesn't want it to be like wh- whatever he's doing he doesn't want it to be like anyone else's it's hard to do that yeah he doesn't want his cover to sound like right. everyone else's cover he wants it to be yeah. his yeah which is understandable because everyone wants to have a piece of art that's an extension of themselves and not what seems like Definitely. an extension of everyone Definitely. else it's, it's very hard to do but when you do it when you create something that maybe isn't a hundred percent original it's rewarding like to make it your own to add your own spin oh, to yeah. do your own thing it's mm-hmm. rewarding and wow i am truly in awe of you spencer <laughs> you're an incredible person wow your music is Thank amazing you, i definitely recommend that everyone check it out um i'm trying to think like what else what else can i ask you hmm mateo do you have anything <laughs> <laughs> um well what what other kind of what other things are you into besides like um music um like when you're not when you're not producing music what other kind of stuff um do you do you find yourself doing so i typically always try to force myself to be creative even if mm-hmm. i'm not feeling it that day so let's say if i do have like a creative block of music i'll immediately open up like photoshop or adobe illustrator and just like all right what can i do to like make a concept for like a background for like one of my pieces or something like that and then Mm -hmm. i spend like an hour or two on that while listening to like just piano instrumentals from like whether it be like animes fuck uh like movies whatever it is just something Mm -hmm. soft light and contrasting Mm -hmm. to what i'm typically working on because that can also spark ideas to have me go back to music be like oh that's like a cool cadence and then that gives me like an idea oh what if i do that but in like three semitones up and i add this key and then yeah so there are a few ways that i go about it to like kind of get my mind off it but in a way i'm always thinking of like ways to go back Mm -hmm. to it in a sense i'm never not thinking of like oh it's like what if i had this like if i did x y and z like what if I made, like, this saw chord have, like, 16 voices and then a contrasting square wave with, like, seven with a multiband compressor on it and, like, having, like, offset phasing with a reverb so that way it, like, creates this kind of distorted feel to it but still soft so it's, like, it's not mm-hmm. harsh but it's still, yeah. like, digestible. You said... Like, stuff like that. Yeah. That's, like, you natural stuff for me. big words I don't understand, <laughs> but I'm... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I would think you're a professional. Yeah, that's like a. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners understand better than we can. Um, Very true. What, whatever happened to your yeah. uh, PUBG team? So the PUBG thing, um, I actually decided to officially leave them gotcha. uh, about a month ago, uh, and the reason why was because I, from the outside looking in, it may have looked. Like, holy crap, that must be really fun to compete at the top level and be like, wow, you're up against, like, Cloud9, Optic Gaming, United, TSM, like, these huge orgs. But at the end of the day, it's like, and I'm going to be completely transparent because, like, it doesn't matter to me now. Um, We weren't getting paid to play, but our time that we were required to invest was insane. Like... We didn't have a set schedule, but it was kind of like, uh, 
if you don't play this whenever you have free time, what are you doing type thing. Yeah. Also from the mindset of like, you want to perform really well against these top players, and these top players are getting paid to play a really, really nice salary. So they can yeah. literally wake up, spend 18 hours, go back to bed, wake up, 18 hours, back to bed. So even if you put in all of your free time into it, you're not right. going to be where they are. You can, yeah. They make you may catch them on an off day, and you may be able to one v four them. But it's like every like nine times out of ten, they're gonna gotcha. beat you. And for those of you at home, I'm sorry, yeah, my parents so the, watch the, this. So PUBG is. What, you're good. Can you explain the game like really briefly? Yeah, so PUBG is a battle royale. Uh, essentially, you have a hundred people that drop into a single map. You find your items, and you have to be the last team standing. Um, so essentially you have to run around and basically kill every yeah. person you see. Um, but the one thing that kind of keeps it interesting, I should say, is there's a safe zone. So you have a blue zone which deals damage over time and it constricts everyone on that map to a smaller and smaller radius. So that way there's more action and it gotcha. keeps things Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like a basic rundown. Yeah, it's like a it's like a first person or I guess it could be third person too, um, shooter game mm -hmm. survival it's kind of, kind like of the thing. Games. Yeah, exactly. That's actually a great contrast. Is it's literally the Hunger Games, but just video game style. Instead of there being like a instead of there being a cornucopia, yeah. everyone just kind of falls and mm -hmm. and parachutes down to where they where they want to yeah. start instead of just it's all a being in the center. Hunger yep. games. <laughs> Yeah. And the one thing that's kind of annoying is the length of the games. Uh, so for PUBG specifically, um, a normal game where you just jump in, if you're trying to win, can be about 30 to 35 minutes. But the thing is, in competitive play, it can be an hour wow. to an hour and 15 just for one match from start to finish. That's a long game. That's a lot. Because they, that's a lot of time to they mess with the circle setting, so it's slower. There's more circles, so that way you have more time to rotate, as well as you have to genuinely, like, think, is this, like, a correct way to go, right? So yeah. it's like you're 45 in minutes into the match, and only three people have died, and you're in a really small circle, which does one of two things to you. It makes you insanely nervous, because you're like, if I stand in the wrong spot for half a second, wow. I'm dead, right? Yeah. And then two, yeah. since there are so many people in a small radius on the circle, roughly around 60-ish people, your frames go from, like, if you have 130 frames, you're at 20, and you have to compete at 20 frames per second until people start dying off, That's a lot of and pressure. it gets better. Is that just because the game's not well optimized yes or? that's because the game's not optimized for 60 people to essentially be in one town i see and it's just like it's hectic and like that's i could imagine dude, it could get worse if there's like grenades going off molotovs being thrown it just like people do that intentionally too like if they're oh, going yeah, I'm to sure the people with the better computers oh not even that even if they take a hit too they'll do it intentionally so as a full four-man team they'll nade a building run into the building as the grenades go off their frames drop from 20 to 5 and then they just know exactly oh where goodness. to go just off of memory and then they just pre-fire yeah. angles and they it works it's just like it's crazy. It's just like why is a game going from 130 frames to five? 
Yeah. Like, oh my god. Especially, especially one that's kind of becoming more on the esports radar. Oh yeah, dude. Like a game, a game that's gonna be like people are gonna be paid to play, and like is gonna be on like a professional like spectrum of like esports should be a lot well like you think of games like overwatch right mm-hmm. that game is is it crashes every once in a while but like it's really solid it's as smooth long as gameplay. you have a computer can run yeah. it it's smooth gameplay exactly there's no and, like, like problems with it like you don't have like zenyatta like crashing your computer or crashing your frames because he used his wow. ultimate like yeah. yeah that is a lot of pressure yeah there's it is a lot of yeah. pressure. It was nerve-wracking, and it's just like, oh my god. It's I just, I can understand why people compete still, but it's just like, at a certain point, you just kind of have to think, is this worth my time yeah. that I'm investing? And then yeah. that's essentially that what I did. investing a lot of time. Yeah, I invested yeah. 3,500 wow. hours into that's it. That's a lot of time. How many days yeah. and, is that? And you got paid for zero of zero it, Zero right? of it. Uh, days-wise, that's a little over, that's like wow. 120-ish, roughly, ballpark of. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so a little over about a third of the year is what I invested into that without really making anything from it, other than the fun of competing, um, which I love competing, so it was, that in itself was its own reward. Yeah. But to a certain extent, you're just sitting there, you're like, I could have put that 3,500 yeah. hours into music and have been a lot farther Definitely. than where I am now. Oh yeah. Or or you could like have worked like maybe a little bit more hours or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Like, and, and, and you ha- and then you're getting mm-hmm. paid for the money otherwise. And then you, you know? can use those resources towards what you actually wanna see yourself doing in five years. So it's exactly. just like So I just decided to bite the bullet. I was like, you know what, I'm done here. It's like, even though I have fun competing, I have fun playing the game, even though it's frustrating at times, um, it just, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I mean, I can still say I was a rank four player in the world, so I mean, that's cool, but... I don't even know what that means. Yeah, but it's like, eh. That means out of the, I think, what, the... 36 million people that bought the game i hit rank wow. four out of every region whoa that's that's insane <laughs> that's yeah that's impressive the only he's successful <laughs> in in the music world and in the, in the in gaming the video game yeah. world. the gaming world though that was that was kind of a yeah. longer run than the music though because i've been doing oh, that yeah. since i was i think i was what 18 months old i oh was my playing God, a flight that's simulator so cute. <laughs> and I was just like, and I just ran with it. And then when I was yeah. nine, I hit rank one in uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. You oh, are that's pretty cool. Incredible. So yeah, that's that's kind of been my thing. You are the yeah. most successful person I've right ever here. met. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't. <laughs> but yeah. So other than that, I mean, that was my final decision. Was like, I'm done with PUBG because I could have used. So much of this time for other things and do you uh, yeah i don't regret it though do you still play the game at all uh here and there yeah every now and again i tried out the new map i like it um i actually for about three days i was like on a team just to like sub like sub for them because they needed someone and i was like you know what you guys are decent friends of mine I'll help you out. But then they got a fourth, and I was like, oh, cool. So I don't need to compete yeah. and waste my time anymore. Do you anymore. still play, like, cool. like a, lot, a lot of video games? Hey, that mindset of... Gotcha. Oh, absolutely. Anytime that I'm not making music, Photoshop, or being creative in any way, Which I'm ones? literally playing games, What, no matter what it is. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> not PUBG, oh, definitely. Sure. I'm taking a break. Uh, but I still, yeah, I still play, play Battle me. Royale. So, uh, like, Realm Royale, Fortnite, those two are... Realm Royale being the one that's insanely Ooh. broken right now. Um, Is it? Oh, yeah, it's busted. They added an SMG that can literally, with half a mag, bring you from full armor, full health, down to a chicken. Half a magazine. And it does it in, like, about, what? I think it's, like, 0.3 seconds. It's just and like just for context too, like if when you become a chicken in that game, that means all your health is depleted, and that's your signal to run away because you're gonna die. Yeah, that's like getting knocked down in PUBG or Fortnite. Uh, yeah. It, so you're basically you're done. Like you can't get away at that point. You're just dead. Because then they have more as rounds a, in the mag, and it's just like. Ugh. As a uh, as a battle royale player, what is your opinion on Fortnite? Uh, I think that Fortnite is a enjoyable game um i think that the meta is shifting towards a way right now that allows it to thrive more in terms of mm -hmm. a competitive aspect um okay. obviously it's not my first choice simply because it's not the style of game i like to play i'm not really like yeah. a builder type person i'm more gun skill than anything so learning yeah. how to build in that game was like that was a climb for me. I was like, holy yeah. crap, I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. But people are, like, outbuilding and dancing around me on this. And I'm just like, holy yeah. crap. <laughs> this is not the PUBG yeah, exactly. I Most, More likely than not, it was probably a nine-year-old that was outbuilding me. So that's just, like, uh, a worse thing to think oh, yeah. about. You're just like, wow, okay, I'm just getting you know, absolutely shafted. I tried playing Fortnite, um, and I was like, "Yeah, all oh the kids God. are playing this. This will be a breeze." And I got, I got destroyed. Dude, it's like, kids man, are good. kids are good. Black. Yeah. <laughs> I've never yeah. played Fortnite. <laughs> I've never played any battle royale. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really you, into. You that wouldn't kind like of stuff. it. That's just me, though. Yeah, you you like the more oh, creative, yeah. more casual game gaming which yeah. which i've kind of been i've been more um i've been more into that recently uh rather than doing competitive stuff like i've been i was playing overwatch for a bit um and i still play it every once in a while but i like i want to i want to get better at overwatch but it's not like that's it's not what i'm really into right now i feel that so. i was into it in like the first like three months that it was out and i was like dude this is going to be the biggest esport ever it's going <laughs> to change the world and then it like crashed <laughs> for that year where it had like no hype and then they rebuilt the Overwatch League. And it's just like Yeah, well, oof. The Overwatch League it gives me like mo that's one of the things like when I was talking about earlier, Overwatch League gives me motivation to get better like cuz I never liked really watching sports at all, but right. watching like uh the Overwatch League it was exciting cuz like oh, I have a team to root for and I have this game that I actually know how to play and that I can play and I do play and these people are like playing uh, professionally. It's like it's like a, a high school football player watching the NFL. Exactly, right? yeah. Which it's super and fun, so, yeah. but it's just like, oof. It's like that process to get in is not an easy one. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And I mean, and it's not it's not for the NFL either. Oh, yeah, right? no. I mean, you have to be like drafted and all that. And, and I, I seriously believe that esports is going to be really 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 mm -hmm. big like it's already pretty big in korea mm -hmm. and like um in japan and and like the those like around that area of the world and and i know that it there's like a, there's an esports arena in uh, in california that's where like the uh, overwatch league um uh it takes place and there's like other places where esports arenas are going up yeah um, one's going up in boston actually within the next like three-ish years 
there you go right it's it's, like, it's becoming it's becoming like it's becoming really normal for there to be like a, like a team a, like an esports yeah. team exactly um, like it's it, for that kind of stuff it's so it's just it's nice to to watch and uh i know like the overwatch league is coming back um in a few days i think right um yep. they're having like playoffs or whatever um but like yeah other games too like csgo has been in the over or has been like a pretty big esport like league of legends though i never really got into those games um, from what i've heard apparently league is like slowly decaying but not at the rate everyone thought so it's like last year at uh world they had like however so many million people watching but this year it was like mm -hmm. only about like a wow. little under a half of that and it's just like well how much ooh. has the game changed in the years and years it's been oh out? so much holy crap has dude it? yeah okay, then maybe I, I i was never really into the game i never i played maybe i played one game of league and i it was i knew it wasn't for me so i stopped playing dude, it dude if you had a perfect memory and you could ex remember that game exactly from like start to finish and you compare it to now they would not be anywhere wow. near the same game oh really it is drastically okay. different i was like it was like 5 years yeah. ago yeah Five years ago versus now, I played five years ago, right? And I played recently, mm -hmm. and I played religiously five years ago. I was all about that game. It was so much fun. But, um, yeah. like, just, like, the way you go about, like, everything, it's, like, it goes so much deeper than, like, the face value of, like, oh, I have my abilities. It's, like, oh, I got to be, like, conscious of, like, the macro level of play. Like, is my positioning okay here if we get a pick and we rotate to dragon? Like, what? It, and I'm just, like, Hold, what the... I no, I can't. I can't keep up with that. I'm good. Thanks though. Yeah. It, yeah. I the I I was never really into like those top-down games um cuz they just I don't know. The I like being a character. I don't like I, controlling um, a character, you know? I've yeah, been I feel Dota you. Like for like yeah. 3 months. Oh yeah. I don't remember it at all cuz I found that I have a very bad memory now. But <laughs> I remember liking it and not understanding <laughs> I it. Dota also, two. um, isn't have you guys played <laughs> Smite or do you guys know what Smite is? What it's like yes, League. I've heard right? of it's it. from I, played the, it I played Smite. Yes, so it's from the creators of oh, Realm really? Royale and Paladin. I played Smite yeah. for a while. Oh really? Um yeah. I kind of I liked it. That. I just played with my friend Daniel, but I probably can't run it on my mac i don't play a lot of video games right now because i'm abroad but um i played that for mm -hmm. a while and that's probably as i don't know similar to east not even close to e i don't know anything about esports yeah. let's be real actually really? they do have an esports scene oh, yeah really? they do it was really wow. big back in 2014 and it's slowly kind of decayed but it's still sticking around like, Cloud9 still has a team for it, but it's primarily, like, dominated by, like, Tier 3 esports orgs, which are, like, not insanely low, but also not, like, Cloud9. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not really well-known. Mm -hmm. But it's still, like, it's still present. And, I mean, like, Smite was... I tried it out for, like, probably a yeah. few months, and it was fun. But it just... It felt weird to be, like... 
third person, but not really. It was more yeah, like yeah. your over the shoulder type thing of your yeah, character, and it's at just that point like, it feels like your character's just really in the way because you can't see. I, well, I, I, okay, yeah, I can't. I'm a I don't. I'm not. A, okay. Oh yeah. That's how I play competitive games. So <laughs> it was a fun game to button spam. <laughs> um, but I I don't remember playing Dota two, so I can't compare the two. But like I remember liking Smite a little bit. I liked I liked the characters because oh, yeah. you could um, mm-hmm. like choose what character you wanted to be and they'd be like really cute and then be fun, and I don't play competitive games at all because I'm not good at them, but I liked Smite. Yeah, I probably same won't play here. it ever again though. To be honest, I don't. I haven't been. Yeah, I I I was no. I'm never PvP, really into PvP games a, all that much. For whatever I've reason, that's such a Minecraft bad. term to me. <laughs> PvP. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I don't usually play those games because, like, I used to play Halo and I was awful at it, but it was fine. And then I played Call of Duty, I was awful at it, but it was fine. But then it was like, um, and that's uh, like a big reason why I took up speedrunning is because it was a way of being competitive without being like directly PvP. And like, I could just improve on my own terms and not have to worry about other people mm-hmm. like just taking me out. So yeah. if is, if uh, Minecraft was competitive, I bet I would stand yeah. a chance. Oh, absolutely. Hey, you know there are the mine the Minecraft, Minecraft Hunger Games. Yeah, the survival yeah, game. Yeah, I was oh bad. Survival <laughs> games, yeah. Survival <laughs> games, yeah. <laughs> so Lucas and I used to we used to go to this one server really? and play on this one map, and we would always win. We would always win, yeah, because there's this one map where we know where like we knew where Whoa. every chest was and we had them routed out, and so we'd always get That's like the so best cool. stuff, and we would always win. We would literally always to, win if we got that I map. Used to make so, videos um, playing so, Minecraft yeah. Hunger Games, but I actually don't think I won on any of them. But like when I when I would play, like sometimes I would win, but I, I wouldn't to, be recording. I need to check out my old hard drive. I need to check out my old hard drive and see what oh, I have yeah. there because I'm sure I've recorded a whole bunch of stuff that I like never posted, and that's that'll be scary to watch. But uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Um, and when it comes down to like competitive games, like I don't see myself ever competing again unless <laughs> if Black Ops Four and Blackout, the battle royale for that, they confirm that oh, they yeah. added a PC version of game battles. Which, oh, if nope. you, do you guys know what Game Battles is? Yes, no? No. So Game Battles is run by MLG, and it's essentially like wager matches. So essentially you put up like five bucks, the enemy team puts up five bucks, whoever yeah. wins, wins the pot, right? But you okay. also get points on a pro point ladder, and if you get enough points, you can actually go to Whoa. a LAN event and compete. Ooh, so it's just that's like super, that's so cool. That, that's so cool because that's super inclusive. Exactly right. So if they announce it for PC, which supposedly, from what I've heard from people I know in the scene, and also like the tweets that they've tweeted out, it's <gasps> yeah. almost confirmed. It's just not like flawless yet. So I'm just like <laughs> anything that wow. would get me back into it. Yeah, because yeah. you know I'm gonna take twelve year old oh. kids' money <laughs> off the internet. Hell yeah, that's free. That's free. <laughs> Come on, it's free. That's free, free money. money. That Come is on. Yeah. I'll yeah. take that for a 10-minute match. Hell That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'll wipe them. What game was that, did you say? Hell yeah. Uh, Call Black of Ops Duty, 4? Black Ops 4 or Blackout, yeah. okay. which is their battle royale, which looks awesome. Does it? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I've seen gameplay of it a little bit, like the teasers, and I'm just What's like... It? 
Okay. I'll have to take a look. Because if anything, I I trust Call of Duty to make a really decent uh uh battle royale. Same game. here. And what's unconfirmed, what was kind of like made apparent was it's going to be free to play because it has Ooh. to compete with Fortnite being free to play. Oh, so they're gonna add yeah. microtransactions to counteract that. Um, Thank God. But like, <laughs> if you were to buy Black Ops Four and you get like blackout with it, you like get special items, kind of like you would what get like the season pass. What is the difference between all thing. of the Call of Duties, yeah, Black Ops, whatever? I need to know. I need to know now. Yo, okay, you want me to run this down? Yes. I'm like the There's Call of the, Duty uh, kid. Oh you my, ready for this? Oh okay. my goodness. So Black Ops is more of like the modern era. It's more like a, it's not modern warfare, but it's also kind of like a mix between giving you like the time span of it. So it can go from like Modern Warfare where we had like M1 Abrams, like tanks and stuff, uh, but it like goes through like very like normal guns you would see today. Uh, Black Ops 2 goes a little bit into the future with it, um, and it kind of like gives you like uh, what's what's the future going to be like? Like in 2050, what guns would we have, right? Uh, and then Black Ops 3 goes like way into the future. And you're just like, holy crap, everyone has like exosuits, what? fucking laser rifles, and all that fun so, jazz. So that's why they have like jetpacks and stuff. Exactly. I, I was just like, when I first, I played it once, and I was like, why is everything, not, <laughs> this is not called yeah. me, I remember. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and then you look at Black Ops 4, this is before Black Ops 3, mm. but after Black Ops 2 in terms of time frame. So you still have like half an exosuit where you can like, dash and like run and jump high uh, but you don't have like the wall run capabilities so it's really nice because i think they found like the sweet balance they were like everyone loves black ops 2 anyone who loved black ops 2 doesn't really like black ops 3 but the people who love black ops 3 mm -hmm. love it like dearly so it's like half and half of the community and they're like wow. what if we just merge them into one game they either they either split off both of their fan bases or everyone comes together and loves exactly. it. Exactly. And I think they're really banking on everyone comes together and yeah. loves it because if this fails, that is really, really harsh mm -hmm. for COD after these like last what three releases? Like yeah. World War Two choked, Infinite Warfare choked, and it in Black Ops Three was their actually last success. That had like the highest player peak out of wow, all of the games like currently. Hard to make a video it's game. Just like, huh? oof. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not oh, saying yeah. it's easy, especially but like... with all the like the the old games, because everyone's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard to make one especially that's likable. Especially like sequels, because you don't want yeah. it to be the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People are just very nostalgic. Yep. People are really nostalgic, and that kind of hurts. It's hard. Developers because yeah, they try to do something new, and no one likes have. it. Yeah. Like, uh, a good example is, like, when COD released Infinite Warfare, they also released uh, Modern Warfare Remastered with it. And they kind of did that with the intention of, like, we know Infinite Warfare is going to flop. Like, Black Ops 3 yeah. wasn't that great. And this is just, like, Black mm -hmm. Ops 3 on steroids. So mm -hmm. it's just going to it's just gonna go downhill. So they're like, what can we do? Okay, we have, like, five months. Remaster Modern Warfare. And then they did. And then there you go. They didn't change the game mechanics. They literally just upped their like mm. game graphics, and that's it. I'm sure it did a lot better than than their. Oh, uh, absolutely, other game. yeah. It did like I think <laughs> on day one, four times the amount of people played Modern Warfare Remastered in comparison to uh, Infinite Warfare. Wow. wow. Like, damn. <laughs> I know nothing about yeah. those games. I've never played them. Wow. They're pretty yeah. fun. But yeah, so that's kind of a I rundown. I played them a little bit. 
I, I played them a little that bit, was but I was really never really into them. shooters. I know what people are talking um, about. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, right? Actually, it was helpful for me, too, even though I played the games. Um, oh, wait. I have one more so question for Spencer. With wait, 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 wait. Don't end um, this yet. Don't end this for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Spencer Morrow. Okay. One more question. What would you say yes. to anyone aspiring to be a musician or aspiring to be somewhat successful? What advice do you have for them? All right. Right off the bat, number one. Don't overthink your music or your art, whatever it is, like literally, just like when you're making it, don't think, how is this going to be perceived? Like, don't think like, oh, uh, like if I make this song, will it reach like a thousand plays? Like, oh, like, will this actually like sell? Like, don't think like that because the moment you do, you just go down this really dark road of destruction and you will not make anything cohesive. That's what I did after the collab when it yeah. did insanely well. Like, it was almost a blessing and a curse because it was a blessing because it was like, holy crap, that's a lot of like exposure that gets my name out there. But it's like, also, uh, I don't know if I can live up to that now. <laughs> and like, <laughs> so for like two months afterwards, I was stuck in this like mindset of like, I can't create something like that or pass that like just on my own for some reason why can't i it won't sell this won't sell blah 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 it was horrible right off the bat never doubt your own work always just believe in it and have faith it will work out so awesome. you will find your niche right like guaranteed uh the number two thing is uh if you do seek out like criticism or feedback or whatever always be open to someone yeah. not liking it like don't think Oh, because I made this and I know this person, they're going to like it just like I like it. And they're going to give me good feedback saying like, oh, good job. Because that's the number one thing. I have like so many peers of mine that give me like stuff for feedback. And I'm like known in the community as like one of the harsher mm -hmm. people to give feedback because I'm honest. I'm just like, yeah, I listen to it. And I'm like, oh, it's like that sounds a little gritty that sounds like it's not mixed well it sounds a little muddy you may need yeah. to tone down like the reverb like more technical stuff but it's just like this is what a listener will notice and you need to fix these if you would like it to sound good not yeah. be perceived well but to sound as best as it can um yeah. and i've had a lot of people that are my peers that are just like well, what do you know? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, I think it sounds good. And I'm like, yeah, you think it sounds good yeah. because you've worked on it for 20 hours <laughs> and your ears become numb. I do yeah. that too. <laughs> it's like, so just always be open to constructive feedback if you seek it. Even if you don't seek it, be open to it. Uh, and also mm -hmm. just be confident in your work. That's what I wish that I knew is like great a year advice. ago. Thank yeah. you. Well, thank you for being on our podcast. Yeah. It, it really means a lot to us. We are just starting out. Um... Yeah. We're new It people. was a pleasure. Yeah. I loved it. I want to do course. this again sometime. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why not? We should have you on and talk fun. about... We have that to hour went by gaming. so we fast. Should, we should have another one where we just talk about gaming. I think that would be really fun. Because you Hell are so knowledgeable. yeah. I'm super down yeah. for that. Yeah. I can give you the rundown of everything. You name it. You need you need some strategies for Pokemon Trader Online or Pokemon Trading Card we Game Online. This. I got we you. We should just have. <laughs> like, I got you. Hashtag Ask Spencer Morrow and like you answer all of the questions. Hell yeah! Um, I'm make super sure. Down. Yeah, 
I think I'm it'd be great. That. I do want to have you back on the on the podcast. This was amazing. Um, make sure to follow Spencer Morrow on yeah. Twitter, twitter.com slash Spence, no R, Morrow. <laughs> SoundCloud slash yep. Spencer, Spencer Morrow. And twitch.tv Spencer underscore Morrow. Um, any other socials you have that you would like to promote? Uh, other than that, I mean, Instagram, Spencer underscore Morrow. I'm trying to, like, get mm-hmm. Spencer Morrow and everything, but someone already has that everywhere, uh. and it's really tilting, because that one person <laughs> doesn't use no. any social media anymore, so it's like, can I have, but they're like, now nah, you gotta wait, like, a year. Okay, so, uh, Spencer underscore Morrow on Instagram, uh, Spencer Morrow on SoundCloud, YouTube, you name it, pretty yeah, much yeah. everywhere. If you look Definitely. it up, you should be able to find it. You'll see Check the logo and you'll be song, like, that's him. Say goodbye. It's amazing. It is so amazing Thank to you, your ma'am. ears. It is. I'm not going to finish my sentence. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Is there anything else we have to say, Mateo? I don't do the closing. Um, If you are. <laughs> if you guys haven't followed already, we really appreciate a follow. Um, follow on Twitter is where most of the stuff is posted. We'll be tweeting out our Discord link in a little bit here. Otherwise, everything else should be under the uh, player here or in the YouTube description. If you're on Spotify, um, just go to our Twitter. It's uh, at our WIP, O-U-R-W-I-P, um, for anything else there. But either way. Thank you um, for watching. Thank you guys so much for watching and, and checking in for another episode of our work in progress. We're going to probably have Thursday, another yes. episode next Thursday. Um, and then yes next thursday and then from there we might try to we might have to like figure out other scheduling and stuff but uh we'll try to get one out after that we'll deal with it when we have to but uh otherwise thank you guys so much for watching (laughs) um or and listening i guess uh and hopefully we'll catch you guys uh, (laughs) next week Bye. bye